Here's everything you might have missed in the Flash trailer. Welcome back to Nerdist News, I'm Dan Casey, and today we're breaking down the latest trailer for The Flash. One of the final films in the existing version of the DCEU, The Flash will give audiences a fresh take on the iconic Flashpoint storyline. With returning stars like Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck as Batman, and Michael Shannon as General Zod, there's a lot of DC history packed into one movie. We're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, but if you wanna go into this movie knowing nothing at all, now's your chance to grab a parachute and leap to safety. And where's yours? Okay, let's get into it, shall we? While The Flash is using Jeff Johns and Andy Kubert's iconic 2011 Flashpoint storyline as a jumping off point, they clearly aren't doing a one-to-one -one recreation of that particular story. Because in the original comics, Barry goes back in time to try and prevent his mother's murder and winds up breaking the past, present, and future in the process. It leads to an all-out world war between the Amazonians and the Atlanteans. Here it's more of an oops-all-Barry scenario as the Flashes of two worlds try to undo the damage that's been done and stop General Zod from destroying the planet. The trailer confirms that Michael Keaton seems to be playing the same version of Bruce Wayne from the Burtonverse. In the original Flashpoint comics, one of the key differences is that the Flash's timeline meddling makes a world where Bruce Wayne died and his father Thomas Wayne became Batman instead. Here though, they're smartly sticking with the same version of the character we already know, right down to his classic line from 1989's Batman, even if the context is quite different. You wanna get nuts? There's lights out, now you wanna get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Based on his disheveled look and unkempt hair, it's clearly been a while since this version of Batman suited up. Or maybe he's returning to his old days of year one going undercover as a drifter. Or who knows, maybe we're wrong and this is Alfred who just really let himself go. In classic Batman fashion though, something as innocuous as a photo of his dear departed parents is actually a secret lever that opens a treasure trove of bat suits. And while the bat suit was designed to be a faithful recreation of his iconic looks from the Burton movies, costume designer Alexandra Byrne solved a lot of the infamous mobility issues that plagued the original. Michael Keaton famously hated the original bat suit because he couldn't do something as simple as move his neck. He's gone on record saying that he's very claustrophobic and the original suit gave him panic attacks. Thankfully, according to producer Barbara Muschietti, that wasn't the case this time around. You want to be able to turn your head. I'm sure made backing out of the driveway easier. Throughout the trailer, there are multiple shots of the Batcave, which director Andy Muschietti revealed during a Q&A was almost entirely practical, except for the waterfall. When Michael Keaton first walked onto the set in Levesden, he had an emotional response to returning to these familiar digs some 30 years later. According to Muschietti, when he arrived to the set, the Batcave was already finished and it was lit and everything. He stayed like this for a while. I didn't want to interrupt him. I just wanted for him to take it in. Who knows what was going on there, but something was going on there. It was funny because at one point during the scene where we shot him in the full suit, he was like, can you take a picture? It's for my grandson. It was one of those moments where he really showed something was inside that was very emotional. Now, moving on, the voice we hear talking about what Barry went through with losing his parents is Kiersey Clemens, who plays Iris West, although we don't actually see her in the trailer. After that, Barry comes to a screeching halt in Metropolis in front of General Zod's World Engine, the massive device he tried to use to terraform the Earth into Krypton in 2013's Man of Steel. There are plenty of other callbacks and parallels to Man of Steel as well, including Supergirl asking the Barrys if they know what the Kryptonian S symbol on her suit actually means. And it's one way that Barry Prime, the Barry from the main DCEU reality, is able to connect with Supergirl by correctly answering that it means hope. Well, here it's an S. Now, in addition to General Zod returning, we also see the intimidating Kryptonian giant Namek charging toward Batman as well. 
As for the shot of the building collapsing that follows, that's actually in Gotham City as confirmed by the Martha Wayne Institute sign on the left-hand side of the screen. You can also see Flash standing in front of this building, which is likely Barry helping Bruce with a situation in Gotham, or maybe seeking Batman's counsel on something. And all of this also seems connected to the slow motion shot of Barry running up the side of that collapsing building later in the trailer. Now, something you might've noticed in this trailer is that the two Barrys, Barry Prime from the main DCEU timeline and Barry Two from this new timeline seem to share a costume, which makes it hard to tell them apart. I mean, obviously apart from their hair, but there's an easy way to do it. They're differentiated by the color of the lightning they generate. Barry Prime's connection to the Speed Force manifests as a more yellow lightning, whereas Barry Two's connection is a bluer lightning. In the comics, Barry loses his connection to the Speed Force after altering the timeline, and it seems like that could play out here as well. We see Barry Prime in the electric chair that Batman apparently just has in his garage, presumably trying to recreate the accident that gives him his Flash powers. Additionally, another clue is that Barry Prime is not the one wearing the Flash costume at the end of the trailer when they're in the Batwing. As for why, we'll just have to wait and see. But in the meantime, fun fact, can you guess which one of these Barrys is wearing a wig? According to director Andy Muschietti, it's actually the short-haired Barry Prime, which is amazing. We have come such a long way since Oliver Queen was stuck on that island. Anyway, moving on. In the group shot of the Barrys and Supergirl screeching to a halt during the battle against Zod's forces, you can see that Barry 2's costume is clearly made from one of Batman's old suits. The little nubs on the helmet are from where the bat ears used to be on the cowl. Now, the military base that we see Batman and the Barrys flying towards in the snow, that seems to be wherever they're holding Supergirl prisoner. And this is based on previous shots of her going ape on unsuspecting soldiers in past trailers. And speaking of Batman, we also get a nice through line in this trailer of both Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne's talking about how their trauma and loss is what defines them and drives them to do what they do. They also have an affinity for flashy vehicles. Keaton ups for the Batwing, whereas Batfleck rides his motorcycle out of the Flying Fox. Now, later on, it's kind of unclear who or what is torturing Barry Prime in that star pose, but doesn't it remind you a bit of America Chavez in Multiverse of Madness? Just weird how that lines up. Anyway, maybe it's one of the consequences of meddling with the speed force, but it certainly seems like his powers are being drained or used to power something else here. Maybe it's from one attempt too many to try and change the past. And last but not least, the trailer ends with an iconic shot of Batman hurtling towards the ground sans parachute. And the way the Batwing ship is framed against the full moon is a direct callback to the 1989 Batman, where the Batwing hangs in front of the moon before doing a nosedive. It also evokes the bat symbol used to summon the Dark Knight in Gotham City whenever there's trouble afoot, which is all the time always. Nice. Anyway, folks, there you have it. Those are all the cool details that you might've missed in the latest trailer for The Flash. And if you wanna know more about all the cameos that almost made the cut but didn't, check out our latest YouTube short or read all about it on Nerdist.com. Anyway, for now, tell us what did you think about this trailer? Did you spot anything that we missed? And what do you hope to see from the final movie? Well, I'm not sure. Let us know in the comments below. And for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com.